till we couldn't shake no more. We got down on our knees when cancer knocked at our door. We got kicked in the ass. We gave lots of sass. Oh, when it rains, it falls into this half full glass. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. Hi, I'm Mimi Hall. And I'm Leanna House. And you're listening to Thanks Cancer. We are two cancer friends. And we're not doctors. We're not nurses. We're not shrinks. We're not psychics. We're not shamans. No, and cancer's pretty hard, too. I so mean, cancer's a little hard. You might hear some swearing words some in swears. the episode. Ben, we hope you'll enjoy it. This is the podcast we wish that we had when we were going through our treatment. So, Mimi, it is our last episode. Last episode, second season. Last episode of the second season. Last full episode. We're going to be dropping some mini-ups. Yeah, but our last episode, we're talking about self-care. Self-care, taking care of yourself, supporting yourself. You have to support yourself. You don't support yourself, who will? No one else is going to do it for you. No, you need to support yourself. So, we're going to talk about the things that have been helpful for us as we've tried to figure out how to move forward with our new 2.0. Yeah, what was one of the things that you did to take care of yourself when you were going through treatment? So right after I finished with radiation, mm-hmm. I started doing Bikram yoga, mm-hmm. which is not recommended by doctors because of the risk of lymphedema that's that's not really statistically significant. Mm. It wasn't, I did my research and I, I thought it was fine, so I did it. And it's been fine so far? And it's been fine so far. Great. It was great for getting rid of the chemo toxins mm. and poison and like I really felt like I was working that liquid through my body because I just drank so much water and I sweated so much and I felt like I felt like I was cleaning myself from the inside and that felt really good. It was also really good because in Bikram yoga, like you focus on yourself the whole time and that's 90 minutes a day that I'm like looking at myself and like reconnecting. Like mm-hmm. this is me, like I've changed but like this is still me, uh, and that was that was like a religious experience for me. So I did like I wanted to be in the best shape for the exchange surgery, and I've done like I did some Bikram yoga after the exchange surgery. I'm not currently doing Bikram yoga because my bike is free, and in summertime, where else would I want to be? It just got too bright. <laughs> it did. Uh, what was what? Has, yeah, what I did. I think Bikram was super healing for me too. And I'm someone who had a practice going on beforehand. And I just think like doing yoga and then stretching like when I so for me, it was really hard when I couldn't do Bikram yoga when I was going through treatment because it was always my release mentally and physically. So just learning more about stretching at home and doing rolling foam rolling. Foam rolling is amazing. Foam rolling is really good, especially when you realize, especially after going through a lot of stress, maybe you've been holding it in your muscles and clenching your muscles tightly. And it really just can help you release it in a slightly painful way but it's really nice it's something you can do at home and you can control and it's cheap you have to buy a foam roller once and then you can kind of just go on your own and watch youtube videos about it well and anything that like makes you pay attention to your body and i feel like nothing does that more than bikram or yoga or stretching like Mm -hmm. you are in your body you're like feeling all of the things that your body can do Mm -hmm. exactly and you can do that stuff at home too i mean you can't 
it's difficult to do Bikram yoga at home unless you have a like a sauna um, or a <laughs> steam room. But if you you know if you're so blessed, you could do that, or you can do your 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 bathroom. But a lot of people have screwed up their bathrooms doing Bikram in their bathrooms. Um, just FYI, and it steamy. sounds slippery. Well, you can work around that, but just it's just a lot of steam. So you know, but like I think cheap is good when you're going through treatment, and easy is good, and also being able to minimize it. Like the thing with Bikram is you're signing in for 90 minutes. Yeah, you may not always be there at various points in your treatment. Well, do you know how many YouTube videos there are like exactly. talking you through a yoga class? Yeah, and it's so hard to do that consistently mm-hmm. because we neglect ourselves. Um, we neglect ourselves. Like I spend more time on Reddit than. I should and less time stretching. And we know that. And I think the thing is too, like you've taken advantage of what the Zakem Center's offered at Dana-Farber. That's the alternative health center at Dana-Farber. And there's a lot of no cost or very low cost yoga classes that you can take there where the instructors are really dialed in to the needs of patients dealing with treatment or lymphedema or anything like that. And any classes that you take, you need to tell the instructor. Yeah, and if they don't care, just know that they don't care. They don't get it. Well, and I mean, you just take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. Like, do really. your research. And if you're, like, uncomfortable disclosing, but maybe say something like, I'm modifying some things. Because sometimes instructors, like, want to fix you. Yeah. And you don't want to be fixed. Or you, you can't be fixed in that way anymore. And when you right. tell them... I've had a mastectomy. They... Oh, my God. I had one instructor who, like, in Bikram, like, called me out. I mean, not in a mean way, but he was like, oh, you need to do this this other way. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't do that. And this is in the middle of a class. And so every, it, like, it's silent. And so it's everyone in the class. And he's like, well, why? I'm like, because I had a mastectomy. And then he shut right up. Uh, but it was like, that is Ugh, the situation weird... that you want to avoid. If you yeah, can. and it creates a weird atmosphere that you're part of. You know what I mean? It's just like not what you're looking for in a yoga class. No, no. No, 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 no. Okay, so moving on from yoga, so, what else have you done? On to more, so, you know, also just like solo things. Like I discovered this like clay that you can get at Whole Foods. Foods. It's just like Aztec clay. It's super cheap. And you can combine it with like cider, cider apple vinegar. And it just creates a really nice clay mask. If you're dealing with some face stuff, especially that happens with targeted therapy sometimes, just some, that's really nice, inexpensive way to do it. It's totally natural. And it's just something to like put on your face, chill out while you're going through chemo and dealing maybe with some, some skin issues. Did you use anything specifically for your skin? Um, I used CBD lotion for mm. my mastectomy site. Mm-hmm. Um, I used a lot of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. I used, I mean, I used whatever they use when I get my massages at the Zakem Center. I mean, I find like it's just like using sesame oil, olive oil. Um, I use Sandorn oil from Germany a lot. I get that like whenever I'm traveling abroad. But just like natural oils, not mineral based oils, I think is really, really important. I don't have an opinion on that. <laughs> Remember uh, I gave you that olive oil, though, and you were, like, mind blown? It, like, yes. works really well. It's I, like you've got chapped stuff, and you just put a little olive oil, and it soaks in, like, right away, and it's cheap as anything. I used olive oil on my face when I rode my bike home in yeah. the cold. Uh, that's one of my things. Mm-hmm. My self-care is getting on my bike. Because right. it's, it's, me and my brother call it bike church. And mm-hmm. if 
he doesn't get enough bike rides in. He turns into a little bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I do too. So getting on my bike and being able to have that release and that alone time and that time that I'm not... Like, there's no screens, there's no music, there's just me and the road and the motion. And concentration and focus. Oh, you have to, your head's on a swivel. Like, Mm -hmm. you, especially in Boston. Really, urban biking is no joke. Urban biking is like, that's, that's the battle. It's like... I so I really feel the same way about biking on the bike trails in on Cape Cod because you can actually let go a little bit. Did you have to be you have to be focused too, but you can let go a little bit because you're yeah. on a bike trail. Well, Not so in Boston. No, I like to well, bike here too. It's just totally different. There are trails here too. Yeah, no, there are. And I take advantage of those a lot, especially yeah. like I am amping back up. I wasn't able to bike for a year, which was really hard for me because that mm-hmm. was how I relieved stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for that year, I did kayaking with mm-hmm. my sister. Yeah, and I found like taking to the water to be really, really important too. Like swimming whenever I could in between surgeries, um, and taking to the forest, like what people are calling forest bathing now. I don't think that was a term that was really being used at that point, but that was totally what I needed to do. Just like be around the trees. We were talking about this earlier today. You were talking about how nice it is just to look at the trees. I feel That's, the same way. I spend an hour a day looking at the trees of the fence. And they're like buds are coming out and the so trees nice are changing right shape and the squirrels and the, the geese are nesting. They attacked me on my bike today. Oh my god, really? Well they like charge. Geese me. are aggressive, man. But I'm on a bike. They can't Yeah, no, I can't. Come at me. I'll kick you in the face. I've been doing gardening this weekend, and that was something that I found. If you have a garden or access to a garden or you can join a garden or something, if you live in an urban area like we do, um, join an urban garden. I found getting back into the dirt to be so much a part of building back my biome and just healing, too, and, like, feeling hope. Like, when you plant seeds, it's hope for the future. You know what I mean? Oh, and morbid fact, too, if you get cremated, you could have your ashes put on your tomato plants and people could eat you. (sighs) I would love that. So there you go. I, Your little gothic. I'm, I'm a great compost. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing compost. Um, I think that anything. What if your you... plant got attacked by like aphids though and it died? That would be so sad. That's fine. Then That's I'm the in the way aphids. Of the world. That's the way of the world. You're in the aphids. Yeah, and cool, the aphids huh? are like they have way better views. It's a cool idea. They're like a swarm. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for getting on board with that. I am on board. I think that anything where you can create something mm-hmm. and not like this horrible experience and I created something beautiful. But painting, like, painting. If you draw, if you write. Yeah. Um, I know a guy, uh, Doug Sparling, who does. He listens all, every to all of our episodes. I like does, his art. He does really cool cancer as art, right? He, yeah, he does cancer as art, and he um, he has a program where he takes cells, images of cancer that are publicly mm-hmm. available, and he puts them through algorithms and makes them into kaleidoscopes and yeah, adds it's, color. You and guys should all check it out. It's, it's very really cool. It's very psychedelic. It's also like sort of like looking at the beauty of this disease that's created a lot of pain and suffering for us too, which I think a lot of art is about. So I, just, I don't know, I find well, it compelling. And art is getting it out of yourself, mm-hmm. is like understanding it, is manipulating it in whatever way that is. Mm-hmm. You are kind of taking back control a little bit, getting something outside of you so that you can look at it more clearly. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing like that. I think, I, anyway, yeah, I think it's great. You know, I another thing that I really found important was diet too. You know, I just, I found like treating myself to certain things. Like, so for me, there were some things that I learned about that are really, really good for being anti-cancer, like broccoli sprouts and just sprouts in general. Um, herbs. Brussels sprouts? Yeah, well, not Brussels sprouts. No, small, teeny sprouts. Like oh, okay. teeny babies of like anything. Like if I sprout my lentils? Right. It's all concentrated. So any kind of sprout at all is like concentrated elements of whatever you're going to get. It's like taking a vitamin. Sprouted lentils are one of my favorite snacks. I'll give you some sunflower sprouts when we get out of here and they're delicious Mm. and they're so good on sandwiches. Now, they're not cheap, but those things are like gold and you can put them in smoothies. You can freeze them. And when you freeze them weirdly, it increases the power of them. Okay. Lentils are cheap and you can sprout them for Mm -hmm. like it's really really easy i don't know about the power of lentil spreads but i bet they're powerful like all of these things it's called like sulfurinates or sulfurinates it's like it's i'm sorry i'm getting that wrong but it's it's some sort of it's the element that makes broccoli healthy basically that you're gonna get in the sprouts like a thousand times broccolis are the little trees that we like so much i found this about it this is dr Rhonda patrick so so i got a bunch of pedicures during uh, my cancer treatment. Okay, so pedicures and manicures are really important because my nails got really screwed up. My nails are still screwed up. Are they really, Leanna? They are... I used to have really strong nails. Yeah. And now, like, I don't know if it's still growing out of the cancer, but I can't keep my nails past... Like, they break off or they, peel or whatever. They break off so quickly and they split. But I'm keeping my nails short enough, like, I could go rock climbing. <laughs> Right. So you can see that mine don't grow very long either. I paint them and it helps. Um, Painting them. So painting them helped my toenails. Like I think I would have lost my nails if I hadn't painted them. But painting them kind of like held them together. When I was going through treatment, they got really almost like crumbly, um, which was no bueno. And there are some nail polishes. I'm the nail polish that my mom like loved is escaping me. I'll look it up and put it down uh, in the episode notes. But she used like there are strengthening nail polishes. I've heard Vamp is really good to use, which I loved because I use that a lot. And you might as well have almost black toenail polish when you might be facing death. (laughs) Uh, You should definitely do that. Uh, I found a lot of vitamins helpful, like during chemo, Mm -hmm. that taking that B-complex vitamin. Yeah. Magnesium. Magnesium's been, been really helpful for so me. So important in my life. Yeah. Like I have I have oodles of magnesium, turmeric. Yeah, by the way, if let's just bottom line it too. If you have problems with sleeping or pooping, you should take magnesium at night before you go to bed. It will help with both of those things. It will help you sleep and it will help you have a regular bowel movement in the morning. Another thing that I found out when I got sick when I was in Spain and I'd never taken this before is charcoal. If you're having issues, like you get a little bacterial infection in your tummy, which can happen after you've been on antibiotics or something like that. You're a little weakened in that system. Take activated charcoal. You can just get it anywhere. It's just charcoal. And it really can just help you like regulate your pool, get a little black for like a day or dark. It's as if you drank red wine or something. But that really helped me. Yeah. I've been focusing on sleep. Mm-hmm. I learned how important sleep is from my conference. And I have been more diligent because sleep is something that's really important to me. And it's been shown as a risk factor for a million things. There's even studies that like, I don't want to scare anyone, but like 
if you don't sleep, you are more likely to get a recurrence. If you don't sleep, mm-hmm. like insomnia is associated with a bunch of bad things. And so look into, like get help if you are not sleeping. There's resources out there, but I am really successful with just, I'm never in my bed except when I'm sleeping. And it's only seven hours a night that I'm allowed in my bed, sleeping or not. Like, and when I go to sleep, I don't get in bed until I'm ready to close my eyes. Mm -hmm. And when I get up, it's like I get up. It's good sleep hygiene. Yeah. I mean, sleep hygiene is a bunch of other things that a bunch of them are crap. So but I think heard. a digital detox, like doing less online is a really good idea. Like pulling away from the screen. I got addicted to my screens when I wasn't sleeping really and I was going through chemo and I really had to like detox from that. I think you're right. And like get better, at, like better sleep hygiene. That's how I thought of it was like better sleep hygiene. Like, and I'm still, I have to admit, I keep that phone by my bed and I listen to podcasts in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. I do. I'm I sorry. Know. I know it's wrong. I know it's stupid and wrong but I do it anyway I just barely stopped listening to audiobooks when I go to sleep but sometimes I still do it's like it's like half the time now instead of every night or it's like one third of the time which is a huge huge progress for me and uh, I think just spending more time like being in yourself in your own body instead of in Twitter or in Netflix or right, whatever out of yourself yeah and another thing that I want to say right here too which relates to this is drugs I mean remember that part of self-care is being open to taking something to help you sleep something to help you calm down something to help you get through anxiety to function and I think sometimes we, I don't know, maybe me, as soon as I haven't looked at that as sort of part of a solution and I've changed a little bit on that going through this process a little bit where it's like, okay, this is just, it's similar to doing something like, you know, I take like medicinal mushrooms to make sure my vitamin D levels are up. Well, why shouldn't I make sure my serotonin levels are up too? You know, Well, and also that's with a professional. Like you are talking to a therapist, which is also a huge thing of self-care. You are looking to solve your problems. Another thing too, I just want to say also is that I probably would have included in the past a lot more information about different types of supplements that I've used, you know, non-food things. I'm going to pull away from that from now on because I was taking vitamin B and it turns out I'm totally allergic to it and it's like I it's been causing me to vomit. When did this happen? I mean, I knew about Vomiting. Yeah, so, okay, so, the, right, let's talk about that. So, I had been told by many doctors, hematologists, my oncologist, my GP, my B levels are down. We saw that in my blood, because I'm a vegetarian. I remember. Right. So, I was taking oral vitamin B, and I was having hives break out, weird pimples that were itchy break out on me, and my chest, especially my face, and on my limbs, the hives. And so, I said, hey, guys, this is going on. They're like, that doesn't happen with vitamin B. And I was like, well, it seems to be happening. So... All we know is when I stopped taking vitamin B, also I was vomiting in the morning. So if I was taking vitamin B at night before bed, I would vomit in the morning. And it was just bile. There was nothing in my stomach anymore. It was just vitamin B. So somehow I've developed an allergic reaction to oral vitamin B, which necessitates me getting injections once a month. And you're at Dana-Farber. We should get lunch. Well, maybe we we know it's really early in the morning. They do me before all the serious patients. So I have to get there at 7 by 7.45. Oh, that's when I get all of my Lupron shots in the butt. It's like when you should be waking up. I don't want you to have any meeting with me. I get in there and get out. I just, (laughs) I don't want to hang out. And they always delay me and I'm just like, well, they should delay me. But anyway, um, my point being, though, 
be careful about experimenting too much because I think I've been guilty about doing this like, oh, my little witchcraft and I play with these herbs and those herbs. I have a bunch of alpha brain right now that I can give to you. And I have a bunch of German medication, like German vitamins. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this stuff to you because if you can take it, I can't take it. I've spent a lot of money and so have my parents on these vitamins that I can't take because they have vitamin B in them. Well, I So think- just be careful is what I'm saying. Like, be careful about what used to work for you may not work for you. Well, and be open to the changes. And be open to not taking supplements. That's another thing my wise oncologist said to me. She's like, stop taking the supplements. And I was like, honestly, you're right. Well, Move on and stop taking not, supplements. They're not regulated by the FDA. Half the I time they, they don't even have... Do you know why they aren't regulated by the FDA? Because of the lobbyists? Well, because of the lobbyists, but it's specifically, there was two senators from Utah. <gasps> two senators from Herbalife. Utah. Herbalife. Herbalife. Uh, Wasn't it Herbalife? The capital of multi-level marketing. Yeah, it was Herbalife, I think. Uh, yeah, so that's why that's why supplements are not regulated by the FDA. And like 80% of the time, they have what they say they have. And also that doesn't correlate with the the cost. So it's oh like flipping a coin. Wow. Thanks, Utah. So another thing that I just wanted to point out, this was really wise advice that someone gave me for going into treatment. She talked to me about how a friend of hers treated this like a spa treatment. She treated her treatment, her cancer treatment, like a spa treatment. And I took advantage of that. Um, I invested in really good like head wraps and scarves. I just sort of thought of it as like, I'm going through like a big spa moment as like a Hollywood starlet. And I, I, use the valet parking, which usually doesn't cost anything if you're a cancer patient and you get it validated. So use the valet. Um, I use the acupuncture possibility and I got the acupuncture done there, which kept me from getting um, neuropathy. You use the massage. I I love the massage. It's free, My massage. Okay, the massage isn't free. It's like... But low cost. Low cost. It's it's like, you know, two thirds of the price that it would be otherwise. And it's also someone who knows what it means when you have a certain surgery like they've seen a million cancer With patients people who don't have lymph nodes yeah and so they can have they surgeries know, and... like what they should and shouldn't massage because that's what they do all day and right. you don't know that so having having someone introduce you to your body again is great like with acupuncture or massage or whatever that is yeah and i just think using your cancer center treatment especially when you're going to be spending i'm using it a lot less than you are because i don't live near there but when i was going there once or twice or three times a week you might as well spend some time getting something nice done so there's also a nice association with it too well and i don't think that's all cancer centers i think that's like urban cancer centers yeah so if you are not at a cancer center that provides this yeah like get people to give this to you as a gift that's another really good point. Like learning how to graciously accept vacation offers, treatment offers, gift offers. It's so important. Like say yes to things and say thank you because people want to help you. You make them feel better when they help you. Exactly. And also help yourself. Like, you know, massage your surgical areas, you know, like learn to love yourself, like get some nice oils and like help yourself, like get buy some collagen. Do you know what I mean? If you're open to eating stuff like that and like and and take some collagen to help your skin heal. You know what well, I mean? And do something you've never done before. Yeah, that's you've said that before and I totally agree with you. Like say yes to things that you never would have thought 
do something that you always wanted to do. In these dark times, too, when your body may be a little mangled looking, and trust me, it will get better, but man, there's times when I did not believe that when people were telling me that. I was like, yeah, right, these scars are big. Get some great lingerie that's, like, compressing and makes you feel good and, like, just, like, holds you in in a way that makes you feel like the sexy badass you are. Put on your armor. I had, like, so colorful good. wigs because it wasn't, like, it was me, but it it didn't even really look like me, so I was kind of, like, hiding behind this persona. I like the way you said put on your armor. I, like, when I especially had headscarves and stuff, like, wearing some badass sunglasses and a badass jacket and kind of working a look. I wish I could have done, I wish I would have done a henna tattoo the whole time I was in chemo because I Very felt like striking. such a badass with, like, a head tattoo. I wanted to get, like, a real head tattoo, but I don't think that's a great idea right after chemo. You know who looked great going through chemotherapy is, like, African-American women tend to have just, like, they don't get tan as much as we do, so they tend to have, like, even skin tone, and a lot of African-American women just by style do shave their heads down, and they always tend to look really, like, they, you can look really cool well, and badass. Well, that's because, that's because like, of Black Panther. Yes, that too. It's a look. Like, it's a really, but I do think it's, like, we just, we tan, so, like, it looks a little weird, especially yeah. depending on what time of year your hair falls out. You're, like, tan face, very pale head, you know, yeah. like, and then, you know, I couldn't expose my head so much. I've never seen the sun, you know, it was really strange, but yeah, so, um, but, you know, oil that too, like, really just, like, love yourself up and take care of yourself and think about all the different ways you can do it on a budget too, or just, like, a privately at home too, when you're in those dark times. And spend time, I think that part of self-care is spend time with who you want to spend time with, people yeah. who bring you up, and don't waste your time on the crap because people people react weirdly to your cancer and you need to you need to manage that in a way that is okay for you. Yeah. Like you need to like cut people off or or let people in. Or let people in. Yeah, in ways that you haven't before. Like, and just be open to changes and being different. And here's something I also want to say. Be open to not changing, too. Like, I did, you know, I had done some Botox and fillers and stuff like that before I had gone through treatment. And when I was getting ready for treatment, I just was like, should I not do this anymore? And then I thought, you know what? God damn it. No, I'm going to do it because this is what I do. And this is part of my maintenance. This is what makes my life worth living. Yeah. And by the way, there's no counterindication to doing it. I talked to doctors about it. It was very interesting. A lot of them wanted to talk to me just about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like a friend would. Um, there's no counterindication. It's it's fine. And it felt a little weird at times to be like, oh, I'm doing this stuff, but I might die. But it's like, well, you that's reality every day. <laughs> you do something any, like this. Anyone I don't know. can get hit by a bus. That's yeah. what I say. And I want to look good when I do get hit by the bus. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to look good after you get hit by the bus. So we're not going to get hit by a bus, hopefully. So what we're going to do is take a little self-care break. Because it's been a long, cold winter in Boston and it's just starting to get nice. Oh my god, and Leanne is riding her bike all the time and we're gonna we're gonna see you in the fall. We're gonna do a couple of episodes. Yeah, we'll do some mini apps. The... We're gonna be dropping a mini app somewhat soon. I'm gonna talk about um I'm gonna talk about Bikram and yoga. 
That's part of our self-care and routine. Cancer. We, we yeah. talk about yoga all the time. Yeah, but we're going to do a little mini-up just talking about specifically yoga. Yeah, yoga, yoga and cancer. And I'm also going to take a step back from the social media. I've been getting way too involved in Twitter. You're going to do a digital detox. I'm going to do a self-care. digital detox. Yeah. So I think that's great. You're going to throw it out. <laughs> I'm going to be thorough in the middle of Boston. I think it's great. I think it's cool to play with that. And yeah, I think we're both just looking forward to some nice weather. We're going to take a little trip down to the Cape. My dad just invited us to do a Thanks Cancer episode in the Plaza de Orient if we can figure out a way of getting there in August. I think I could. (laughs) Maybe we should start a Patreon. Send Mimi and Leanna to Spain. Get a a sweatshirt. We might start a Patreon. I think we might. I think there's something to that. If you guys want to support us doing Thanks Cancer in Mallorca. um, (laughs) We would love it. Reach out to us. For self-care. Yeah. Uh, And I think that... I think it's time to end then. I think it is time to end. Yeah, I think we've said what we needed to say, you guys. So listen, have a great summer. Take Um, care of yourself. Yeah, reach out to us. We're definitely going to be listening, although maybe it'll be me, not Leanna, but I'll convey the messages to her because we're a team. That sounds great. All right, Leanna. Well, listen, thanks thanks to you for um, everything you do for the podcast. Well, thanks, Mimi, for having this great recording room just by happenstance. Awesome. All right. That's... (laughs) it's like, I love that. Thanks, Anna, for everything you do for the podcast. Thanks, Mimi, for having this room. Bye, happy. Oh, my God. Well, I wanted something specific yes. instead of everything. Was that a diss? I don't know. I Thank you it, for everything you do for I the podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm just kidding around. I'm kidding around. All right, little drama at the end. Ooh, will Mimi and Leanna ever get back together? <laughs> <laughs> is their friendship is over? It, the oh last yes, this is a cliffhanger. Oh. oh, my God. You have to feed me, though. I know. We're going to go down. We're going to feed Leanna. Oh, Leanna's going on a big bike ride to Night. So, but it's even the Boston Marathon Patriots Day, which is a holiday in Boston for a lot of people. And the midnight before, a bunch of bikers, like, I think there's going to be a thousand bicyclists yeah. biking the marathon route. So that's going to be fun, and I'm not going to get any sleep, and I'll start back over. And this is not sleep. part of self-care, but it's part of self-preservation and fun. <laughs> well, thanks, Cancer. All right, thanks, Cancer. That was our episode. Thanks for listening to Thanks Cancer. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. And you can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Thanks Cancer. And please, we'd love to hear from you your stories. Your protocols. Exactly. Advice that you have to share with the community. So send us your audio files at info at thankscancer.com. Traffic stopped, you lay on the horn and you ask yourself, Where is my cancer unicorn? But we're at the gate with your cancer card, we're your passport date, cause cancer's damn hard. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. <laughs>